Ganesha Prarthana. We now present the first part of Veda Pushpanjali, which is called Ganesha Prarthana or the worship of Lord Ganesha. Om Gananam Tva Ganapadigum Havamahe Kavim Kavinam Upamasravastamam ಜ್ಯೇಷ್ಠರಾಜಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣಸ್ಪತ ಆನ ಶೃಣ್ವನ್ನೋದಿಭಸ್ಸೇ ದಸಾಧನ ಐ ಪ್ರೇಟ್ ಯು ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡೆಮಿ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ರಿಮೂವ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಸ್ಟಿಕಲ್ಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಒಮ್ನಿಷಿಯಂಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಯು ನೋ ಮೋರ್ ದನ್ ಎನಿಬಡಿ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ಯು ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಯುವರ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ನೆಸ್ you are the emperor of emperors you are yourself brahma i have propitiated you with my chanting of adoring hymns i salute you for the fulfillment of my desires you are the highest treasure among all treasures you grant your devotees both treasure of food and the treasure of wisdom pranao deve saraswati vaje bhajini vati he nama vitriya vato ganeshaya namaha saraswatyai namaha shri gurubhyo namaha hari om we invoke saraswati the goddess of speech may she be pleased with us and inspire our intelligence prostrations to ganesha saraswati and shri guru ganapatam om gananam twa twa gananam gananam twa ganapadim ganapadim twa gananam gananam twa ganapadim ಗಣಪತಿಗುಂಭವಾಮಹೇವಾಮಹೇಗಣಪತಿಗುಂಭವಾಮಹೇಗಣಪತಿಗುಂಭವಾಮಹೇಗಣಪತಿಗುಂ
ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣಸ್ಪದೇವೇ ಶೃಣ್ವನ್ನೋದೇವೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದೇದ
all the universe are sustained by you all the universe merges in you you alone are earth water fire air and sky you are the four types of speech and the root source of sound tam gunatra jyate taha tum avasthatra jyate taha tum dehatra jyate taha tum kalatra jyate taha tum mooladharasthito se nityam tum shak ಚಂದ್ರಮಾಸ್ತುಭಸ್ಸುಭೂ ಗಣಾದೀಂಪೂರ್ವಮುಚ್ಚಾರ್ಯಾವರ್ಣಾದೀಂಸ್ತದನಂತರಂಸ್ವಾರಪರತರಹಾಧೇಂದುಲಸ
ओम गंग गणपति माय सैल्यूटेशंस टू यू सेइंग दस द डेविटी शुड बाउ टू द लॉर्ड एकदंतायवित्महे वक्रतुंडायधीमहि तन्नो दंते I meditate on the single tusked Lord with his curved trunk. May he grant knowledge and inspire me. This is the Ganesh Gayatri. Ekadantam jadur hastam pachamangushadharinam Radam javaradam hastai vibranam mooshekat Vajam Raktam Lambodaram Shorpakarnagam Raktavasasam Raktagandhanuliptangam Raktapushpair Supojitam Bhaktanukampinam Devam Jagatkaranamachyutam Avirbhotam Jasrishyadu प्रकृते पुरुषात्परम् एवं ध्यायते यो नित्यम् सयोगे योगिनाम् बरहाम् The saguna form of Lord Ganesha is presented in the above shloka. I salute the Lord who is single tusk, having four hands, the upper right carrying binding rope, the upper left holding the goad. The mouse on his banner is his vehicle. He is blood red in color. Pot-bellied. He has elephant ears and wears red clothes. He is smeared with red sandalwood and decorated with red flowers. He is eternally blessing his devotees and has been in existence even before the cosmos materialized. He is beyond prakriti and purusha and is the creator of all one who meditates on him constantly is a supreme yogi namo vrata pataye namo ganapataye nama pramadha pataye namaste astu lambodaraye kadantaya vignanashine shivasutaya varadamurtaye namaha Salutations to you, Lord of all deities, Ganas, and all beings. Salutations to the pot-bellied one, who is single tusk, who destroys all obstacles, son of Shiva, the divine Lord, who grants boons. We bow to you, taking your name. That brings to an end Ganesha Prarthana, together with the translation and the literal meaning. Thus far the chants were in slow speed. We now present them again at normal speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
ಕೇವಲಂ ಹತ್ತಾಸಿ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ಮಾಸಿ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಯಾದ ಪ್ರಕೃತೆ ಪುರುಷಾತ್ಪರಂ 
ಪದಗೆ ನಮ ಪ್ರಮಧ ಪದಗೆ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಅಸ್ತು ಲಂಬೋದರಾಯೇಕದಂತಾಯ್ ವಿಘ್ನಾಶಿನೆ ಶಿವಸುಧಾಯ ವರದ ಮೂರ್ತಗೇ ನಮಃ that concludes the normal speed of the prayer to lord ganesha let us now examine a bit deeper into what exactly this prayer stands for vedic chants invariably commence with the offering of salutations to and the praise of lord ganesha we are of course quite used to invoking the name of ganesha before commencing any auspicious activity we have seen this any number of times in prashantinilayam but what exactly is the inner significance of this procedure swami has explained for almost all of us ganesha is a particular god with a particular form namely with the face of an elephant the body of a human being and with four hands instead of two that humans have ganesha is described as the son of lord shiva and there are stories that describe how ganesha got the unusual form that he is supposed to have all that is symbolism associated with rituals but there is a deeper meaning behind all this incidentally scholars have noted that often there is a mixture of abstract philosophy with rituals and that the substantive part is philosophy that also will be our outlook we shall stress the philosophical aspects rather than the details associated with the ritualistic part let us start with the basic question why give god a form if he is truly formless Krishna has answered that and so has Swami basically it is all a matter of psychological convenience for ordinary people it is difficult to meditate on the infinite and the formless thus in ancient india they recommended that those who are in the early stages of spiritual evolution could start off by imagining that god has form as swami says when someone points at something with a finger one first looks at the pointed finger and then only turns to the object pointed out god with form says swami is like the pointing finger it is a guide post once it has served its purpose it can be dispensed with however it takes a lot of effort to turn one's attention from the finger to the object pointed out Swami has also compared the worship of god with form to the use of flotation aids used while learning to swim once one is able to swim well these flotation aids can be dispensed with in spirituality what this means is that one must first mature in bhakti before seeking the one without any form having said this the question next arises why so many forms swami has the answer basically it is a matter of total freedom of choice as baba puts it westerners have question why we create different names and forms while god is only one they think we ought to have only one name and one form citizens of ancient india always like to move closer and closer to god they therefore created more and more names which are appropriate to god each individual gave a name that pleased him most it is not correct to prescribe uniformity god resides and shines in all hearts and each individual depending upon his picture of the effulgent god within him has the right 
to adopt the particular aspect of God that appeals most to him. We hope that makes clear how unity and diversity coexist when it comes to the names and forms of God. Turning now to Lord Ganesha, we shall not discuss the unusual form which is a hybrid of an elephant and a human. Swami has done that many times. Instead, we shall focus on why Ganesha is prayed to at the beginning of every auspicious occasion. The basic idea here is that no function must start without first invoking first the name of God and offering prayers to Him. Ancient Indians realized that if one merely gave an instruction like always start first with a prayer to God, it would be easily forgotten. Instead, a special ritual was created and also a special form given to the God to be prayed to. That God is Vinayaka, another name for Ganesha. It was further emphasized that Vinayaka is particularly kind in eliminating obstacles that might come in the way of the activity started. When it was put this way, ordinary people never fail to pray at start, no matter what the function. By the way, who exactly is this Vinayaka? Swami has explained that too. He says that Vinayak means V plus Nayaka. Nayaka means leader and Vinayaka means one who has no leader above him. Who is that? God of course. What it all boils down to in practice is that worship of Vinayaka, Ganesha, call him what you will, amounts really to the worship of God. We hope this makes clear why all functions start with a prayer to Lord Ganesha, who is none other than Vinayaka, who is none other than God Almighty.